Hello, and welcome back to the Knuckleball Podcast. And I know we're already two weeks into 2022, but Happy New Year to all of you. I hope everyone's staying safe and well, and mostly indoors. But please take your mental health walks if you need to. Those are really important. <laughs> anyway, I'm so excited to finally be able to share this episode with you guys. So last December, I sat down with Frank, a guy from India who I'm really happy I've gotten to know a lot more since our first conversation. And I'm glad to be able to call this person my friend. So Frank, if you're listening to this, thank you for coming on and being so open and sharing your stories with me. We talked about the idea of pain and lust and how it manifested through Frank's lyrics. Uh, he really loves writing music, as well as why happiness is so much more fleeting compared to pain. I personally really enjoyed recording this conversation, and I hope you guys will enjoy it. And if you do enjoy it, and if you think someone might be interested in this, please share it with them. Uh, it really helps the podcast. And, and yeah. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye. Hey, Frank. Hi. Can you hear me? Hey, how are you doing? Um, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. What about you? What's with the, uh, the sigh? <laughs> Nothing. Just, um, I don't know, to be honest. Just, just tired. <laughs> are you a little bit nervous? Mm, no, not really. Just, okay. Yeah. I was just, I was just nervous about the whole, you know, Figuring out the whole settings and all. It's kind of oh, yeah. Did you have to download Zoom as well? Yeah, I never had a call on Zoom. I always used oh, no. Discord. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Discord. sorry about that. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's cool. It's cool, it's cool. Yeah, sometimes I feel so bad having to, because I thought that um, for Zoom, you could assess it from the browser, but apparently you can't. Like, you have to download the app. Yeah, given you know you are on a phone, so you gotta download it. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, yeah, really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. How's your day? Um, <laughs> my day. Um, it was. It was. Um, it was certainly good. I mean, you know, apart from the whole therapist and all, yeah, it was good. Nice. Wait, you? where are you uh, in the world right now? Um, any guesses from my accent or whatever? Oh, uh, I don't want to be like presumptuous. No, 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 no. I don't care about it. Just... Somewhere in Asia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, India. India. Okay, yeah. sweet. I, yeah. I literally just spoke to a guy who was from India as well. Ooh. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, we have 1.4 billion of us, so one out of seven people are gonna be. <laughs> yeah, you guys are dominating Reddit. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And you are from, I'm assuming, America? I am actually born and raised in Singapore, but I am currently in America. Yes. Mm, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're also an Asian. Uh, yeah. Yes, I am yeah. also an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, cool. So before we dive in, yeah. I have this whole grand thing about like a, coming up with a format and stuff. So yeah. let's start the conversation with kind of like a little bit of an introduction. Um, okay. you, don't, you know, you don't have to like tell me what you do and stuff. But mm -hmm. one thing I am very curious about is uh, what are you excited about these days? You know, like what gets you up in the morning? Mm. Um, so around, I would say, two or three, two weeks ago, I got my, you know, uh, the college letter that, you know, I'm accepted in a college. So that's something I'm, you know, looking forward to. The classes are going to start from 16 December and rest. I just, you know, love exploring the whole uh, artistic side of me. You know, the writing poems and writing songs and listening to songs and this, you know, figuring out the first album that I would eventually make, you know. Dude, that's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are, you, are you going to be doing a degree in music or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though the degree is not about music, it's about... I mean, <laughs> it's it's an engineering degree, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, so so you have engineering as a very good backup plan. Yeah, yeah. And and you have like this music thing that that yeah. you're excited about. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, um, well, a little bit of uh, introduction about myself. Uh, I'm Gladys. And yeah, yeah. I am in New York right now, uh, working. Cool. Um, and yeah, and I, I'm very excited about this new podcast. Um, cool. Have not launched yet, but <laughs> still trying to figure out the kinks around that. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I'm very excited. I've always had this penchant for meeting new people and and trying to think about you know what's what's meaningful in our, in our lives and, and trying to figure out how can I spend more time doing those things. Yeah. And I feel like this podcast is a way for me to do that. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, can I so, just ask like, how old are you? I am. Well, how about you? You take a guess. <laughs> um, I would say, um, 21, 22. Close. I'm 24 or 25. Oh. I don't remember. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> 96 I was, I'm a 96 baby so, yeah so you're 25 I mean yes yeah yeah oh, 25 and I'm guessing you're just a little bit younger yeah five years younger okay that's yeah. cool I have yeah. a brother who's five years older so mm, cool. <laughs> yeah well okay should we start off with a question and then kind of get to know each other from there yeah yeah go on so the question is what is one thing about yourself that you're still trying to understand you're trying uh, to figure out the one thing that i'm okay so i would say what do i want from myself basically i mean artistically 
I just want to be, you know, the best lyricist. And um, yeah, that's the only thing I really want. You know, just figuring out what do I want. I mean, dude, I think you already know exactly what you want. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and you're the kind thing of is, just working. A, no, no, no. It's a huge thing. Like, um, it's a huge ass mood swing. You know, like some days I want to be this uh, top class engineer, engineer, because, you know, my college is like, um, it's difficult to explain how good, yeah, yeah, it's one of, yeah, I mean, they're like categories of college in India. So there's one thing called NIT, like National Institute of Technology. And my college mm -hmm. is ranked at ninth. So um, yeah, sometimes I want to be just this scholar type of guy who just knows everything about electronics and all. But some days I just want to be this poet or singer or whatever. So yeah, yeah I, I could just figure out which particular thing I want. Wait, and, and what is stopping you from being both? I mean, both of them require a huge effort. You know, you just can't just go around saying that, okay, I'm going to be uh, an engineer today or today I'm going to be a singer or whatever. So both, I mean, if you want to be a singer, you have to practice daily. You have to write daily. So you can just, I mean, even though not write daily, but you got to go out of the house to, you know, explore more so you can absorb more and then you can give more. But for yeah. an, for an so you want to be committed. You want to be super committed and yeah, I want to be committed. Just, yeah, thing. this whole singer thing. But the singer thing is not really stable, is it? I mean, and for engineer, you got to stay inside and steady. So those two things are like sort of polar opposite. And until the college starts, yeah. I'm just going to be. Yeah. yeah stability is something i've been thinking a lot about and one kind of mini realization is that i realized that nothing's really stable yeah. not even a nine to five job true, um, true, true like for example for me i literally just got laid off because of the pandemic and i was having a stable nine to five job and that kind of made me realize like like all the things that we are waiting for to do because we think that we're not ready yet. We need a safety plan, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of throwing all of that out of the window and just doing yeah. what whatever we can like do. Doing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I used to say this whole thing, like uh, I heard this, uh, what's it called? What's the term? Um, uncertainty yeah i used to hate uncertainty and, <laughs> and wait sorry what is that uncertainty you know uh, oh un uncertainty yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, so i used to just say this thing to my partner all the time but you know i was so certain that me and her would never break up but <laughs> eventually even there we that, go even that there thing. we go yeah. exactly i was yeah i mean nothing is certain in this life yeah and well i mean just from talking to you for like five minutes yeah. i can feel your passion for music we do so i'm i'm kind of curious like being the best lyricist is such a specific goal 
um, how did you like? How did you find out this was the part of music that you wanted to get into? Um, so there was this one really wild experience in my life, and again, it was the most out of the blue thing that ever happened to me. And you know, once I experienced that thing, and since that thing is sort of not safe for work, not safe for work type of thing, I'm not gonna say, but you know, you get it. The drugs. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> A step down from drugs, like oh. intercourse. So that was the most out of the blue thing that happened to me. From I could just had this, you know, a friend who was about to leave town and we just sort of decided that, you know, we can just, we were both desperate. We were teenagers, yeah. we were 18 and she was, I was 18 and she was almost 19. So we just mm-hmm. decided, you know, just let's just do it. And yeah, we both thought that it was going to be this one night thing. And, you know, since she was experienced in it, she moved on from it. But I never did. I always, you know, just felt that uh, that her cold room, those bed sheets, those the her room, and you know, just everything about that room and whatever I felt that evening. I was just, I just wanted to, you know, just pour that emotion. I could just tell somebody in such a way that they can feel the pain and emotion I was feeling in that particular moment. So, what what was the closest thing I could do? Paint. Well, I'm not that good in painting and sketching. So the closest I came was, I mean, yeah, I always loved songs and all. And I used to write these parody songs when I was in school. So I thought, hell, I can just try this, you know. And it took me two years, not two years, one and a half year, to just finally just get the grasp on it. Even, uh, you know, the whole idea of my quote-unquote first album is going to be around pain and lust pain and lust just goes back and forth mm-hmm. yeah so so you figured out that words was your medium of yeah. connecting with yeah words with and the way you exp- yeah yeah the word and the way you express it it's not just about the words you just gotta put in the music yeah. and you gotta sing it in such a way that the other person can literally feel like I was feeling in that room and the way I felt coming back from her place to my place and all those emotions. Every time I felt like I wish I was with her, but I can't yeah. be with her because, you know, yeah. Is she still in India? I have no idea. Well, you know, she was the daughter of a, a daughter of a businessman. So I'm not really sure. Forbidden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? She probably is in America or India. Or, I don't know. I see. Okay. And and you still miss her and, and you know, you, you want to hopefully... Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, no? I, I would say I don't miss her, but I miss those particular emotions. Feeling. Yeah. I just... It never happened to me that I could miss a particular person because... If even because I thought that I would miss someone, but you know, the second I would meet someone better than that person, I would just realize that I never miss that person, always miss the feeling, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's not enough to be with a person, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, for uh-huh. so currently, all I have these days just songs, so I can just 
be close to that emotion because i don't know i'm in just love with that emotion <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't even know how to describe what I felt, but yeah. But but the thing is, from from what it sounds like, you love the wait. So correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm hearing is, you are in love with the emotion of pain and lust. Yeah. Why? Because. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it it'll sound weird or whatever, but that's the only. um i would say the only two things that i feel ultimately you know uh what like, about like what for, about peace or or even being happy i just i don't know i don't like being happy i just hate sort of i hate being happy because um some days my brain tells me you know that whenever my mom or dad whenever my dad used to just beat me because i couldn't get some some answers right i mean some days i tell myself that he is an evil man but some days mm-hmm. i'm like you know that was for my own good but i'm more inclined towards he is an evil man i don't know at this i i have lived in you know this pain and agony for far too long and you know feeling as a failure for far too long that i just am too distant from the whole idea of being happy i see it it wasn't something that was very present in your family well it was until i was in 6th grade when i started to have my own conscious and you know i started to realize that i'm becoming my own person so, yeah. oh and then you started veering away from your parents expectations yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah and then they didn't like that yeah yeah i mean the only thing that that is like um common with between me and my parents expectations being an engineer because indirectly they just you know they just forced me somehow that i am supposed to be an engineer even though they didn't really say it that you know you got to be an engineer but they just did it somehow that it was so subtle that i couldn't figure out that it was their dream that eventually became my dream Is that a bad thing? No, I don't know. I mean, you got to have a career in something, so Yeah. Yeah. Cuz cuz the way I see it, you know, I think it is one thing if someone tries to force something down your throat and you just yeah. hate it completely, but you're doing it anyway. Yeah. And then there's another where someone introduces introduces you to the idea um maybe not in a way that is ideal. but yeah. you for some reason take took an interest in into it and you end up enjoying it yeah well, but you know now that i realize it it sort of stunted my growth for like straight up 2 3 years this it's weird i don't know sorry when you say stunted you grow do you mean like uh like mentally, mentally? yeah mentally yeah but i mean i'm okay with it now i think because i mean now i have a college and now i i know what do i want artistically at least so yeah yeah i mean at least the pain is not for nothing yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah wow and do you do you share your work with people do i um uh okay so 
with random people you know who want to read something so i just give them a little taste of i don't know something something i wrote recently and i don't think it's good enough for my own standards so this is and the only thing i have and yeah also my therapist so yeah randoms yeah. and therapists Nice. I thought you were going to say that you were giving people a little taste of pain and lust. No. And I was like, whoa, Frank. No. no, no one should feel that. <laughs> Let's not go there. Nah, yeah. uh, that, that, that's good that like, uh, you know, you're slowly, slowly um, being, being able to share your work. Because I think yeah. that's super important, you know, especially for anything creative. Yeah. The thing is like, you never know if something is good enough until yeah. you put it out there and yeah, see yeah, how yeah. people respond. Because yeah. like, even something that you might feel is not good enough, people might fall in love with. Yeah. Um, and they might see something in your music that you're not seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's awesome. And, uh, and I think you should keep doing that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, wait, so... Now I'm curious, you know, so you said that you don't really know if you want to be an engineer, you want to be a music artist. So how are you balancing that? Or like, do you have a plan to balance that? Uh, so I would say I sort of have a plan. Um, I mean, eventually I'll go to, you know, hostel or whatever and Uh, so the way the hostel is designed, it's um, it's near the you know, it's like in the outskirts of the city, and it's close to the mountains and all. So, you know, I think it's not gonna be too much windy over there, and I'm gonna be sharing my room with some person. So I think I'll just yeah, you know use the terrace of the hostel as my you know studio or whatever i can just record yeah. the vocals there and whatever mixing techniques i know of i can just use them to you know just lay it on the instrumentals or whatever and yeah oh that's awesome okay so you're not completely putting down music while no. you're in college not you at all, no. The... Yeah, no. Okay. I can't. I can't live without. You will, beat a, you will beat a studio out of your experience if you have to. Yeah. Out of your environment. Yeah, I mean, and even you know, even more so. I want this eerie vibe in all my, in the first mixtape that I'll put out. Like this whole idea of being in a lonely forest with snow all around. This this eerie vibe. That's oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of um, this band called Daughter. Daughter. No, never Do you heard know of Daughter? No, 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 never they, heard of that. That's okay. Um, yeah, it, it's a female vocalist. Um, she's great. And their vibe kind of gives me your kind of vibe. Oh. Like being in... Kind of being in nature, but also extremely painful and yeah. like a lot of deep, um, deep-seated like anger and hatred. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, mine doesn't really has hatred that much, but it's just I don't know. It's I think for me, it if I'm 
you know, looking at it from a listener's point of view, I would say it's it's a whole void with a bunch of emotions and you don't know what you're feeling. Because whenever I just write songs, I'm not in the right state of mind. I'm just sort of high whenever I'm writing. It's because, you know, that's when you'll come out artistically much more, you know. And yeah. Wait, like, who... Um... I'm oh, sorry, you go. Yeah, yeah, no, no, go on. No, sorry, sorry, you, you continue, finish your, finish your thought. <laughs> I was just saying that, you know, because if I'm in the right state of mind, I can just manipulate my feelings. But when I'm not controlling my emotions, I'll be much more honest with the lyrics. So, yeah, that's what I was oh. saying, yeah. Yeah. This might be a personal question, but do you like yourself? Do I like myself? <laughs> Um, do I like myself personally or? Yeah, like, do you like the person that you're becoming? Do you like your personality? Do, um, it's yes and a no. Because before I was genuinely happy, but now I have become much more aware. I became a person you know before when I was happy I was just this guy with a mentality that just wanted to enjoy life but now I don't know I just want something which doesn't even exist which I don't even know what I want right but it sounds like you you know deep inside that you are working towards something that's a lot more meaningful yeah, yeah, yeah. than when you were happy and yeah. kind of then, just then milling through happy. life, yeah, right. Like you, like you're not very aware of why you're happy. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So I would say I am. I'm okay with the person I'm becoming. I am realizing what a person I was and what kind of facade I was living. That you know, some things were fake. Like, oh, like, were, like what? Like what? Like, uh, like what things are fake? Um, like, like I used to think, well, yeah, friends, obviously, that those people, yeah, like those even exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's another thing we got to talk about. <laughs> okay, so, um, like, I used to think that this idea of love or whatever is real like i used to say that this you know there was this girl in my class i used to have a quote-unquote crush on i used to say i love her i love her i love her but now that i question about it i didn't knew shit about her personality i didn't knew who she was i didn't know what she liked i was just in like the idea was fascinating yeah, yeah it was yeah like um in those movies you know, two people meet and they yeah. just fall, fall in love or whatever. But I was just attracted to her face. Uh, it was a mere infatuation. Mm-hmm. And the two relationships that I had in my life, those, I mean, I used to say that this word love so many times, these three letters, I love you, I love you. It never felt like anything. And it just felt you know, like I'm saying something, but I'm not feeling anything. But when that whole, you know, 
one night or one evening thing happened i've felt the lust you know i realized that lust is real lust you can see in some person someone's eyes that they are lusting towards you or you can see it in their body language but can you even see love i mean what is love someone can just say i love you but they can fake it but lust is not that easy to fake you know yeah yeah i like i feel like lust is a very primitive feeling like yeah. so i i get that i get that it's very hard to wrap your head around the idea of love yeah uh, like truly you know un- unconditional love um yeah but and i guess yeah. would you say that what your feelings are when you make music would be counted as love can you repeat it please would you say that when you make music yeah you can classify that feeling as love no it's not love it's that's also lust for me because you know um so can i just explain this a little more yeah. so you can yeah so i was um last year when you know when all that happened with that girl and all i was listening to this album called trilogy and you know at the time i had failed my entrance exams i got a really bad grade because i was just under the influence of my friends because they all used to say that you know who cares about a college degree will enjoy life will just be having fun or whatever but yeah. but when i you know i was with that girl and she was you know she was um she had a personality she she had money you know like uh when i saw her room it was it looked like an aesthetic it, it had an aesthetic vibe it was it was sexy basically it mm-hmm. drew me towards it because it was this <laughs> screaming you know lust it was just this room was just i don't know how to explain it and the way her body and everything it was just amazing and then i realized you know that the person who i think i am the person who thinks that he is a success because he is enjoying life he is not really successful i'm not really success- i'm i'm a fucking failure you know so when i was walking back from her place to my place i knew that you know that room that i just saw that girl i had just been with i'm never going to see her again and that feeling is just probably one time in my life and it was lust it was just lust it was pure lust i just wanted the materialistic things i wanted her body not her soul i wanted that room because it looked expensive because it was just whatever mm-hmm. so and at the time i had failed my exams as well so i realized i became a failure so i was you know just working and working towards because i had the, i had a second chance for the entrance exam so i just prepared for it and while i was doing that i came across this album called trilogy by the weekend and ted house of balloons thursday and echoes of silence and there were songs called there were these two songs in particular valerie no no wait not valerie thursday and um, birds part 
these two were just like a void, you know, a void with nothing but pain and lust about a girl. So I just felt like, you know, I could just feel that room over again, you know, because those lyrics, the way he just presented and the way he sang, it was like he was crying into the mind, but he was not crying because he's just trying to be a man. So that's when I, you know, saw the power of words. I saw the power of words can just make you feel lustful, even though the girl is not even there. So, and that's something that you want to create with your yeah, music. Yeah. And that's why I feel lust towards it because I just want to make it even more painful, even more sexual, even more just heartfelt that any person who ever listens to it just, you know, who just, <laughs> they can't just recover from that yeah. ever again. Like in a good sense, obviously, you know, <laughs> not recover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That is really interesting. I feel like we're on the complete opposite spectrums of each other. (laughs) Can you elaborate it a bit more? Yeah, like for me, I really believe in the idea of unconditional love. Um, Yeah, yeah, go on. For me, lust, like or the idea of lust, it's, it's something that I don't want to become. Exactly. Exactly my point. You don't want to become, right. but you were sucked into it. You just can't. But you are in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I totally get that. But you see, th- this is the thing is like, that's so weird. And it's really interesting to talk about this is yeah. I think as I go about my life and I meet new people, yeah. um, lust is not a quality that I want to bring out. Yeah, yeah. So on that thing, I just it's just really interesting because you are doing everything you can to, you know, to bring that uh, to to, to, like evoke that emotion. Yeah, Yeah. because because I tried to feel the love. I just, I guess I did it with the wrong people. You know, I do wanted love. I who who doesn't want unconditional love? But you know. That there are going to be so many heartbreaks, so many people are going to, you know, just use you for body or whatever. So you'll just, you know, say to yourself that it's probably best being safe than being sorry, you know. Is, is it because are you very, do you have a fear of being hurt and like, I don't know, people yeah. treating you like shit? Yeah, 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 exactly. That last relationship, I mean, we used to say that, you know, we're going to be together forever and yeah. we're never going to, you know, let go of each other. But that ended as well. So I don't know who to trust anymore. So I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just. So yeah. you're like, you're like, F this. I'm not trusting all y'all people yeah. anymore. I mean, I, I'm trying to trust people. I'm trying, but I don't know when they'll switch. You know, because yeah. my last like like you're always it feels like you're always waiting for something bad around the corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can never be like too sure. You know. Mm, yeah. So I mean, as of now, I can't just trust anyone. So yeah, I mean, and always I've tried to be a perfectionist. You know, I can just uh, get 
more out of everything. So I'm just milking out all these, you know, pain and emotions that I can at least get something out of these pain and emotions. It's not going to go to waste or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then again, I'm, you know, I'm milking myself for all these things. So it's not that bad. Yeah, but um, do you feel like you're settling a little bit? Like, I don't know, because for me, it's like, I have definitely been hurt a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but yet I still want, I guess at this point, it's less of like, oh yeah, you know, history has taught me that love exists. And it's more of like, I want to believe that love exists because what other alternative do we have? Like, yeah. I want to be... I, I want to be very intentional in surrounding myself with kind people and curious people and yeah. like you know all of what we would classify as good things quote unquote mm -hmm. um and and I don't know it's just a matter of like I want to believe in this because I know what I want to be surrounded by and yeah. pain and loss is not something I'm like I accept that pain isn't inevitable and pain is always going to be here yeah but it doesn't mean that i need to go out of my way to amplify it or create it right yeah but uh, yeah so i mean in terms of art i can't express anything i mean i've tried expressing happiness and i you know showed it to some people and some yeah. people were like, yeah, it's cute, it's cute, and it's cute. It was just, <laughs> it's cute. Okay, so yeah. Like, it's very cliche. Yeah, like, we've heard of that before. Yeah, and then some people are like, damn, bro, that's cringe. I'm like, okay, so me being happy and writing about it is cringe. But when I write about pain, people are like, oh, my God, that's so vulnerable. Oh, my God, that's so heartfelt. Oh, my God, did you wrote that? I'm like... I you know, you know what I think? Like, okay, what is your hypothesis on why people react in such different ways? Because, because it's, I don't know. Probably because like, it's... Okay, for me, right? I'm thinking, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm really yeah. getting into this now. It's like... Yeah, go on. I feel like, like pain as an emotion, like when something hurts it really really fucking hurts yeah. whereas like if you're happy you're like okay like great you know but yeah. like i think happiness is a lot more fleeting than pain and i mm. don't know if it's because of like our you know like ancestry and and um uh survival instinct and all that yeah. but we somehow remember the hurt a lot more than we remember what it's like to be happy yeah and also this thing if you want to be happy you have to be in pain you know what i'm saying like oh uh, that's really interesting wait what do you mean by that so <clears throat> uh if you want to feel you know like way too free in your life and everything if you want to feel that emotion you have to be you know just surrounded by something so that's that's gonna make you claustrophobic like something if you want to do bungee jumping you have to live in some sort of building to you know enjoy that 
if you're going bungee jumping every day, you're not going to enjoy it, right? It's, it's going to be like, yeah, it's cool, it's whatever. But that happiness, when you get it for the first time, it's not going to be the same as you get in the 10th time or whatever, you know? So, and also, happiness is only momentary, you know? It's going to stay for, I don't know, 10 minutes, but the pain is going to stay for a fucking hour or who knows, three, four okay, hours. Okay, here's the thing. But why though? Why can't we treat pain as fleetingly as we treat happiness? Like, why do we always try to, but why do we always try to prolong pain? And, and, and I guess we don't go out of our way to like, actually we do. Like sometimes we, we experience happiness and we're like, we're like actively trying to shorten it. Yeah, because we're like, oh shit! But something, something bad's probably gonna happen. Like, I'm not this lucky, right? Yeah. We always think happy is like a luck thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, and also, okay, so this example is gonna justify my point a bit better. So imagine you have an essay to write. It's a thousand words. Okay, so now you have to think, and you know you have to choose words wisely so you can get more, you know, great points on your essay. So, you know, you are doing the work, you are doing the work, what you are basically going through pain. You're going through pain so you can get the proper words and get a proper essay so you can get some grades. But, you know, the second you are done with it, you feel this happiness that I'm done with it. I'm done with it. But how long does that happiness stays? How long? Five minutes, ten minutes, and you spent a, I spent a, a fucking day, you know, writing that essay, figuring yeah. out, just you know, just making it perfect. Yeah, so that's basically the whole idea of being happy. You have to be in pain, to be happy, and also you can just enjoy, you know, laying around in your house because you know it's relaxing. But then you're gonna get depressed that I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I gotta do something. Why? Now you are chasing the pain, right? Now you're chasing. So, pain. if I could translate this, are you saying that being ha- like happiness is a lot sweeter when you go through pain for it? Yeah. And yeah, also, I and agree. Also, I mean, it's why it's why people run marathons and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and also they say that happiness is a state of mind. So I can feel the happiness and pain. I mean, every moment I feel that pain I went through coming back from my house. That's what I love about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And hell, I even yeah. destroyed two relationships just because of that. I mean, I didn't really, exa- I didn't exactly destroy it, but you know, I tried to love them as much as I could. And the first one was like a rebound, so that ended like mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> and the second one was, yeah. uh, you know, she just said that, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship after six months of being in the relationship. I'm like, okay. (laughs) This shit doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, I mean, seven months. I mean, it does make sense, right? I think someone who would stay in a relationship even though they know that they're not ready for one could be in a place where they just want to feel loved. Like, even though you are loving the person that is not really them but yeah. they you know it, it's still 
that that feeling will still come through and i guess that's that that's what people are settling for exactly Um, and they just sometimes they even you know fake their own personalities just to attract someone and only to realize that they can keep up with this whole you know two personality things because it's obviously it's tiring so (laughs) dude i cannot tell you how nauseous that makes me feel yeah exactly the idea of having to be someone else so that someone else will like you like oh and I know this is a very like cavalier thing to say, like some people are going through shit, right? Yeah. Um, and they really just hate themselves. But like, I don't, I don't know, like I don't think I've ever been in such a desperate situation where I want someone to love, love me for who I'm not. Exactly. And then you'll feel like a fake person, you know? That you have won't... you ever done that before? No, I have been with the person who has done this. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so what would you, I don't know, like if if this person was your friend, like how would you tell them that, like, hey, you don't have to be somebody else. Like it was my ex. It was my, it, it was my ex who did this. So, okay. I know. But like, yeah, what would you tell I would, them? <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. You know, if you don't want to change, just don't change. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what? I mean, yeah. After Why? because after seven months, I mean, yeah, I honestly loved you, even though I, I'm just so certain that I'm gonna hurt you. Still, you know, I'm trying from my side. I'm trying my best, and then all yeah. of a sudden, you just come up with this whole <laughs> thing that I am not ready for a relationship. <laughs> I just can't do that shit anymore. Yeah. And, and it's really hard to be the bigger person. Yeah, <laughs> given, given you are already in a pain. <laughs> um, I was thinking, shoot, I had something about pain that I wanted to come back to. Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you think pain is bad? No, no. I mean, it, it, it made me change. For the better? Yeah. I mean, I took my exams. I took my exams seriously. I... You know, I became an honest artist to my, you know, just, I started writing much more. Like you started putting in the work and. Yeah. 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 I, I was just thinking there's this guy called Mark Manson. Mark Manson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know the, him? The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, do you know what chapter I'm going to be talking about? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, he, he brings up the idea that pain is everywhere. And to be happy, we want problems to solve. Like, yeah. that's what makes us happy. Exactly. It's not that no, pro- you know, having no problems actually makes us really unhappy. Mm, true. Um, I mean, like I said, and, you know, laying in your house is being happy. Right. But eventually, yeah. Exactly. So it's all about picking the problems that you want to solve and go through quote unquote pain for. Yeah. And you're telling me with this seven month relationship, if you knew what she was doing, would you still go through it? Like, do you think it was worth it? Mm. It taught me a lesson for not, you know, for being stupid, for trusting. (laughs) So I would say, um, 
I was just so desperate for this whole love thing that I would have convinced her, you know, that yeah, I want to be in a relationship with you. I want to be in a relationship with you. But as of now, I would say no, no, not a chance. Wait, can I make an argument? Is yeah. that I don't think it was a mistake trusting her. I think that you being honest and genuine in your love for her and taking care of her during the relationship i think that was all good and you need to keep doing that um yeah but you know um mark that that book there was this yeah. one chapter where he said that you are always responsible for what you are suffering for so i just thought that it would become easier for me to accept that she is not my girlfriend anymore because you know if you would just say that i wish she would be she would come back she would come back well she coming back is not in my hands it's in her hands and there's no way that i can control someone else and it's not healthy so you know i just accepted the fact that i did the wrong somewhere so i deserve this so it became easier for me as a person to change so i can you know just yeah i think taking i think taking the responsibility for something doesn't always mean that you did something wrong not that i'm trying to justify for you but yeah that's also true that's true Mm. because it kind of sounds like whatever happened was a lot of it was she being in a bad place and you know kind of stringing you along and stuff yeah Um, but i i don't think what you did was a mistake like i don't think you should stop trusting people because of that yeah but um, you know yeah. uh like there's this thing called um method acting method actor method acting yeah this is <laughs> i am trying to do this idea of um method singing or method lyricist that you know even even if you are trying to get out of the pain just don't get out of the pain just milk the pain so you can just you know make an art out of it yeah <laughs> i just <laughs> did that to myself i mean yeah it's i mean unhealthy. that is true i mean yeah like i think some yeah. of the best books were and music were written on pain and yeah. paintings were yeah. painted in pain yeah and you know you, you um said in the in a conversation somewhere that people always just say that happiness is you know people just don't care about happiness people want to know more about sadness and all i think i think it's because people are sad about their own life and whatever they are going through so they can read you know someone else being in pain so they can either relate to it or they can just tell themselves that there is someone you know living much more worse than me so they can feel better and you know it's the human thing to do it's the human thing to do at the end of the day you just want to live and it just yeah you you know how you attribute a lot of this to human nature um but is this a narrative that you think has hope to be changed and should we even try to figure out ways to how how can we make happiness more common um <laughs> Well, or not I, even happiness, right? Like just non-pain. <laughs> I mean, I wish I knew the answer to that one, but 
I, unfortunately, I don't because um, I just don't know. I just I don't know. The whole thing of being in pain is what makes me grow. So I'm just like, uh, okay, so this will sound really weird, but I always compare the idea of being in pain as glamorous and, you know. You glorify it? Yeah. Yeah, basically I glorify it because, um, okay, so, you know, imagine being really rich and all, and then you are just sitting and like people are cheering your name and whatever, but then you are in your own zone, you know, in your bathroom and just laying down over there, all relaxed. I just, you know, so many people are screaming your name, but you know that none of them people want you. None of those people want you. They just want the music. They just want the art, you know? So, and that also makes me feel really wonderful because, you know, people love my pain. People love what I do. People love my art. So, yeah, I just love. I have a question. What? Are you, <laughs> this, is, this might be yeah. a bit of an assumption, but do you feel like a part of why you make music is because you like the attention that it gives you? Uh, and it's totally fine if, if, yeah. if the answer is yeah, sort yeah. of, yeah. I mean, who doesn't, yeah, some people don't want to be popular, but. <laughs> you like being, you like yeah. the idea of being famous. Yeah, I want to be famous. I want to be the center of attention, but only for something that is really worthwhile. Like, I don't like birthdays because that makes me the center of attention, but for what? Just because I was born? I yeah. don't even, I Dude, don't even. I have to the exact same reaction for my birthday yeah so i'm like what the fuck is he in this i don't even yeah, like it's the like idea. i didn't yeah i I'm, didn't ask yeah born. yeah like, so i was just born <laughs> i was just born because my parents decided to have sex on that particular day so now but don't you think it's, it's a stroke of luck that yeah i think you born and it's a gift that you can create something out of yeah, so that's what, you know, I'm saying, I'm, I'm telling myself that if I want to do something, like, we all want to, we all are trying to, you know, know what is this life thing and what do we want in this life? And I sort of had, I sort of have realized this, that, you know, becoming famous and becoming an artist that everyone loves is what I want. I mean, doesn't every artist has that dream? So, yeah. Yeah, I guess implicitly they do, yeah. even if they admit it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, yeah, in the beginning, I would love being an underground artist. Like, you know, I have a mixed, I have three, four mixtapes and I have genuine fans. But eventually, I want to become famous so I can earn more and 
I don't know, because of that girl, you know, the girl who showed me this, mm-hmm. this wild room, this, all of these flashy things and all, it just changed me because I want more of that. I have a lust for that. But I don't know. Is how... money, is money a very important thing to you? Like, I mean, uh, I would <laughs> say, yeah, it is. I... If, and what if it's money that you didn't earn? What, what do you mean by that? Like if someone just gave you a million dollars for no reason, is that the kind of money that you like just in general or, or you want to be able to work and, you know, be in pain for the money? Um, if I get a million dollars, first of all, I would just leave <laughs> this country <laughs> and get a, you know, nice apartment and whatever. So I can have proper instruments and proper guidance mm-hmm. so I can make much better music. So, you and know, you if, would ditch your engineering career? Yeah, fuck that. I mean, I wouldn't care about engineering. I mean, see, you know exactly what you want. <laughs> but yeah, sort of, yeah. We've come full circle, Frank. It started with you not knowing what you want. And then as we talk, you're like, oh, shit. But, like, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's hypothetical. It, it won't you don't happen. know that. <laughs> who's, who's, you know, who's dumb enough to give me a million dollars? I don't know. You're I mean, in India. There's a billion people. Yeah, and like a billion of them are poor. <laughs> so yeah. Touche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, maybe because I also hate the idea of nine to five job and uh, of ha- and the yeah. idea of having a boss. You know, I hate the idea of having a boss of having this other person telling me what the fuck do I have to do and whatever mm-hmm. you know that's fair yeah because i don't know i just don't like it i just want to grow by myself yeah yeah you sound very independent yeah. i don't know if that's a good thing or not it, i mean <laughs> but... i want to be because you know I, I i i think why i hate this boss culture because of my parents because they were <laughs> I don't know. They were like helicopters. They were mm. just roaming around my head like mosquitoes. <laughs> helicopters. Kind of like micromanaging yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spies. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. so Frank, yeah. this was a really great conversation. I don't know exactly what we talked about, <laughs> but I feel like... <laughs> We talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, so, did I, you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. I mean, I enjoyed it to the level that I would want to do it again. Yeah, I and I hope you will do it again. Maybe we can catch up. I I like to see kind of your progress in, I don't know, a year or something. I think that will be really interesting. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't mind. I want to see if you got more jaded or more optimistic. Because I guess like at this point you are optimistic, but in all the ways that my brain can't wrap around. Yeah. 
Um, so, so yeah, I, you know, we, we should definitely I, do this again. Yeah. Mm, this was sure. not where I expected this podcast to go, but whatever. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it always happens with me. People always start with this whole thing and they just get pushed away from the topic and they're talking about this idea that I have once had. Yeah, I mean, that's the magical thing about talking to a person. Yeah. Um, we are non-linear and yeah. like to go on tangents, which yeah. is exactly what this podcast is. Yeah. Um, I mean, and also, yeah, and it was also sort of like, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, a therapy session where I just needed to just <laughs> vent out. I mean, yeah, yeah, I already have this therapist and yeah I, yeah but, but you don't have to pay me money yeah, I, <laughs> exactly yeah. and i don't have this time limit like oh your time's over oh here's a good kind of end point what is something that you want people to leave this episode thinking about um i would i would want to ask you know like for me pain and lust is you know something glamorous and something that is supposed to be glorified what according to them is something glamorous are supposed to be glorified so so you want listeners to think about what what are what are things that they that they tend to glorify yeah that they tend to find glorifying or that they tend to find glamorous like you know like these days rappers just rap about money 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 so you know yeah so, i like that yeah I will pass it on to my two listeners. 